Good afternoon and welcome to Winging It with Stephen and Lucien on GTI Radio. It's Friday the 10th of March. It's just gone 2.30 p.m. I'm here with Stephen McCann and it is our final ever show. It is. It's a sad day. It's terrible. We've been here for eight days bringing you hours of of entertainment in the afternoons and after today uh, this show will be no more for 2017. It's all coming to an end. Uh, but we have uh, a pretty good show coming up for the next half hour with all the things that you've come to love from this program. We've got uh, What to Watch. We've got This Day in History. Uh, we've got some quality music. And uh, first of all, we've got some useless facts. We do. And we have some quite useful facts today. Um, the first one being the Titanic was the first ship to use the SOS signal. Okay. Well, it didn't uh, didn't really help didn't it too much, much but no. That's a pretty fun fact that would have been relevant for our Desert Island Discs program. Indeed, actually, yeah. I should have brought that one up <laughs> earlier. Uh, number two is, in pool, Pound World went out of business because a store across the road called 99p Store, which was selling the same products, but for just one penny less. <laughs> wow, people people really care about saving their pennies. In pool as well. If so you, build up, down the back. you build up hundreds of them in a... In a you know, jar, you can actually get some real money out of it. In years. If you're patient, time, if you're yeah. very patient. Yeah, you have to be a very patient individual. Fact three is about 8,000 Americans are injured by musical instruments every year. 8,000 Americans. Yeah. I suppose some of those could range from like strings snapping and yeah, kind of yeah. cutting your fingers. Yeah. Useless fact number four the French language has 17 different words for surrender. <laughs> 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 That's fitting in with a funny stereotype. Yeah. Uh, number five. Nearly 3% of the ice in, uh, in Antarctic glaciers is penguin urine. 3%. 3%, yeah. In fairness, there's probably been millions and millions of penguins throughout the years, so <laughs> they, they would wee a lot. Mm. Number five. Or no, sorry, number six. Bob Dylan's real name is Robert Zimmerman. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's not much of a fact. No. <laughs> Although it is an actual fact. So well, I it suppose. is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's unlike, true unlike some of the stuff. <laughs> we may have a few non-true true yeah. ones to go. Number seven, a crocodile can poke its tongue out and then it has, at the very end of that, the little emoji of the, oh, right. the, the tongue out. Yeah, oh, okay. that really is a useless one. Yeah. Number eight, sea otters hold hands when they sleep so they don't drift away from each other. What? If true, that is actually <laughs> Which, an interesting. Why fact. can't we all be more like sea otters? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hands across America. <laughs> Number nine: A small child can swim through the veins of a blue whale. I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, I think Pinocchio does that. <laughs> he gets eaten by a whale. Pinocchio's mystical journey. And our <laughs> final useless fact for today: Bin Laden's death was announced on the first of May, two thousand eleven. Hitler's death was announced of the 1st of May in 1945. And in the Harry Potter books, Lord Voldemort is killed by Harry on the 1st of May. Really? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I think is probably a deliberate Hitler thing, but yeah, so Bin Laden is a coincidence. If if you're an evil character, uh, 1st of May, just you know, yeah. stay in bed. So Don't get up that day. Watch out, Mr. President. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Those were our useless facts for today. And I think we're starting now with a song that you chose. I did, did indeed, and I'd like to just dedicate this song to Cal Dominion. Um Yeah, it's Mastodon with Blood and Thunder. 
All right, welcome back to Winging It on GTI Radio. I'm Lucian, and I'm here with Stephen for our final show. And it's time now for our quiz segment. Now, the last seven days, Stephen has been quizzing uh, Camille mostly, also myself, and Dave, and I think that was mostly it, uh, with a variety of topics, at a variety of levels. The high score at the moment is Camille with seven. Seven. That he yep. got yesterday, or he got the day before yesterday. Uh, and then in second place, I think, was myself and Dave got five uh, as well. So Stephen is now going to face the quiz himself and try and beat that high score. Uh, his category that he has chosen is football, and I have here 10 football questions, and uh, this is very exciting. So After hosting it for so long, I will feel so bad if I get the worst score today, okay. or the week even. Which number shirt does Wayne Rooney wear for Manchester United? Number 10. Correct. Brazilian football legend Pele wore which number on his shirt? Hmm... Number 10 as well? Correct. Yes. What is former England footballer Gary Lineker's middle name? Walkers. No. (laughs) I'll give you a clue. It's the first name of a very famous British politician. Winston. Correct. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Number four. Colleen McLaughlin married which English footballer in 2008? Colleen McLaughlin, 2008. I'd imagine Colleen McLaughlin was her pre-marital yeah. name. Peter Crouch? No. Damn it. Wayne Rooney. Ugh. Number five. In American football, which team was previously... That's not a soccer question. In American football, which team was previously known as the Houston Oilers? It's alliterative. Uh. God, I honestly don't know. I know nothing the about America. Tennessee Titans. God damn it. Number six. Which English football club play their home games at Ewood Park? Ewood Park. It starts with a color. Um, hmm. That's a tricky one. No. Blackburn Rovers FC. God damn it. Okay, that's a dated quiz because they're not Premier League. <laughs> Question seven. Which footballer was best man at David and Victoria Beckham's wedding? I presume it was a current footballer of the time. Of the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, Somebody who's like a pundit now as far as I know. Rio Ferdinand? Nope. Bit older. I wouldn't really associate him with David Beckham as being like a friend of his, but because he was playing a bit after he was. God, I really uh, don't know. Gary Neville. Oh, God damn it, I should have known that. <laughs> Number That's eight, obvious. what English football player has a daughter called Harper Seven? Oh, I'm going to pass on that. That's David Beckham. <laughs> In which color strip does the England football team traditionally play home games? White. Correct. Which word comes after Swindon... It, these are the same ones you gave Camille, actually. Which word comes after that Swindon, is, yeah. Ipswich, and Huddersfield in the names of three English football clubs? Ten. Correct. So you got one, two, three, four, four. Four? Five. 
You got five. <laughs> God damn it. You're in second place. My own bloody show. So show-off. I think we should all give Camille a big round of applause for being our champion. Yeah, fair play, Camille. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Trumpets, yeah. Well done. We'll have to give him a prize when we see him again. <laughs> yeah, he gets a chocolate bar for He gets a chocolate bar. Well done, Camille. This is GTR Radio. You're listening to the final edition of Wing with Stephen and Lucian on a Friday afternoon. That was DMX. X, go and give it to you. <laughs> and now it's time for our regular, final edition of our regular What to Watch segment, where we tell you about things to watch. And I think today we're doing a slightly different edition, where we're going to talk about things that aren't out yet, that we're looking forward to telling you to watch. Indeed. And we will start it off with one of the most waited upon TV series. Of on, all time. Of all time. And that is Game of Thrones, uh, returning for its seventh? S- seventh, I think, Seventh yeah. season. Um, I think sometime... It's the 16th of July, I think. Yeah. They announced that yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be... The, I think they're doing two more seasons before wrapping it up, which I think is a really good idea. Uh, I think this show is at risk of running out of steam after two more seasons, so they're yeah. they're being very smart by doing that. I think even when they were first writing it, he mm. was saying they're going to do nine seasons yeah, and then yeah. leave it. So, so uh, it's going to be shorter. It's going to be seven episodes, I think, and uh, starting in July. I think they're hour reps or slightly longer episodes, yeah, yeah, full yeah. hour, so uh, should make up to time. Yeah, I enjoy Game of Thrones. I wouldn't be the biggest fan. I watch it. Uh, it's, a, it's a big cultural thing that I like to be part of the conversation on. I wouldn't say it's my favorite show, but it has a lot of really good stuff in it. I, I am hooked, so I'm yeah. waiting intently for this to come back. Very good. Trying to fill it with uh, Vikings and Taboo, uh, yes. but it just... Uh, nothing's, it's not the same. doesn't live up <laughs> to scratch. And uh, speaking of Taboo, Taboo has been confirmed for a second season. Um, I believe they have started filming. Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. I thought I heard uh, Tom Hardy wants to get straight back into it, so... Okay. Um, to find those sets again and dig them out. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes for these period things, it takes a while to kind of get production back up and running, but... I know. Yeah. I think the first season was shot, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah, because the trailer came out in, like, March 2016. Wow. So it's been in the can for a while, so I think they probably will have to rebuild some of those sets. Wow, that's really surprising. <laughs> No wonder there was so much havoc over the financial cost of it. Yes. Filming was over two years. It's uh, craziness. A few of my other favorite shows are coming back next month. Uh, this fantastic HBO show called The Leftovers. I think it's really underrated. Not a lot of people know about it, but it's it's terrific. Like It's on in the same Sunday night slot as Game of Thrones like in, in other times of the year. But it's created by uh, Damon Lindelof, who did Lost. And it has Justin Theroux, Christopher Eccleston, Liv Tyler, Carrie Coon. It's like this... It starts off with a sort of fantastical pitch where, like, 2% of the world's population vanish and everyone else has to sort of deal with the consequences of this. But it's not its not a sci-fi show. It's not about what happened to them. They're never going to explain it. It's more just a show about grieving and misery, but in a sort of, and people and how they turn to religion and how people turn to faith and cults. And it has a lot of kind of strange, surrealist sort of uh, exploration of faith and lack of it and philosophy in it and it's really really smart show and it has a lot of weird stuff and the third season uh, has been uh, in the works for about two years it's the final season and they're uh, promising something apocalyptic <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that and also uh, Fargo is coming back for a third season Can't in April which has amazing cast Ewan McGregor is playing twins and 
I haven't seen the photo yet, but I heard the photo that oh, has Oh, he looks in, he in. looks interesting. Yeah, it doesn't look anything like him. You wouldn't recognize him if you didn't know. Yeah, and uh, also uh, Michael Stuhlbarg, who we mentioned yesterday, who's in Arrival. He's going to be in it too. And uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, so that's really exciting. And Better Call Saul, also coming back for third season, the Breaking Bad prequel. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's Same. just as good as the... I think some of a lot of it is just as good as the best of Breaking Bad. It's really smartly written, and uh, Bob Odenkirk is uh, fantastic. Yeah, they picked the perfect character to do a background yeah. story. And also having well. Mike in it too is great. He's yeah, so obviously. and like I love the new characters. I think that uh, his brother Chuck and the his sort of legal partner uh, Kim uh, are really interesting characters as well. It's a terrific show. I like the way they are pulling in a few of the old uh, yeah, Breaking yeah. Bad like, characters. Uh, back Gus Fring is coming back for yeah. season three. It's very the, exciting. The Mexican twins as yeah, well. Yeah, they were yeah. terrifying characters. Mm. Um, next up, we have Planet Earth Two. Now, this is something I've been looking forward to because. Just David Attenborough can do no mm. wrong. I could listen to that man talk for weeks. Uh, yeah, and after seeing the last one, he seems Planet Earth and their whole crew seem to aim for firsts. So they'll be the first ever to record certain things, and uh, they go yeah. out of their way to do that. Um, big expense to themselves, but it's a hit show. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. hear nothing but good things about it. I'll have to check it out. The first one, uh, some of the episode, I think it was the the very first episode they did do it. It's almost like an action movie yeah, car yeah, chase yeah. where this <laughs> lizard was running through a beach and then from every direction these tiny little snakes wow. were popping up. It was, uh, it was quite terrifying. Wow. But uh, yeah, brilliant. As well as that, we heard confirmation today that Prison Break will be returning. It's back next month. Yeah, this is a show I haven't watched, but obviously, unless you lived under a rock, you must have heard of it before. Um, I feel like Prison Break was of of a certain time though. There was a period when like the biggest shows on TV were like Lost, Desperate Housewives, and Prison Break. Yeah, and yeah. it seems like such a long time ago, and it's so strange that one of them is coming back now, like ten years on. Yeah, I think it must have been a thing of they left it to age the characters yeah. or something. But, but like, there's so many shows now. Like Will and Grace is coming back. Twin Peaks is coming back in May. <laughs> I'm almost getting sick of it. I think the X Files revival wasn't. Or Goss or uh, Gilmore Girls, neither of those went down particularly well with fans. So. No, I watched the X Files, and uh, no, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it was too forced. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, sticking to TV shows, um, House of Cards uh, also returning for another season. I don't know how House of Cards is going to be able to maintain its momentum when the real situation in Washington is so much more compelling. Yeah. I think all these Washington shows like Scandal, House of Cards, Veep, uh, Designated Survivor, they're all suffering from just they can't keep up with the the, with current the craziness. Chaos. Yeah. It's almost like if you're going to watch a show set in Washington, you'd be better off just watching something with like the kind of hopeful idealism of the West Wing or something that's totally outlandish like this, there was a show called Brain Dead last year about like these uh, these like alien ants that crawl inside people's heads in Washington and turn them all into either ex- far right extremists or far left extremists that sounds brilliant very smart show Elizabeth uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it it was really it was cancelled but it was very clever oh. I think those shows now almost have more of a chance of succeeding as a form of escapism that House of Cards does where it's just, this is too real. I, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I, w- I would like if they did it in such a way where they're kind of preempting how Trump will yeah, collapse yeah. and do that in the show. Yeah, um, because they sort of be preempted good. how he was going to get in. I mean, they had yeah. like last season, they had scandals about the KKK and a lot of things that were very similar to uh, what was going on in the headlines at the time. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So House of Cards is what I'm looking out for. Yeah. And, uh, it's our back f- the end of May, I think. Our final two for today are animated. Um, the first one is Archer. If you haven't seen Archer, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, 
some people f- can't quite get it. Uh, it's not really their style, but uh, I I'm personally am a massive fan of Archer. Um, I think the the comedy they use is very out there and it's, it pulls no punches, so I do enjoy that very much. And the second animated one we have coming back is something for all the 90s kids. This is Samurai Jack. Um, it has been taken over by, I think, Fox. It's either Fox or Comedy Central and Adult Swim. And yeah, they're bringing back Samurai Jack. So I'm very much looking forward to that. That's a, a, quite the nostalgia trip for myself. <laughs> well, that's very exciting. So that's uh, a lot of television that you can look forward to seeing in the coming months. And uh, time now for our final song on Winging It. Uh, This is Arcade Fire with No Cars Go. This is GTI Radio, and this is the final edition of Winging It, and this is our final link of the show. It's so sad. (laughs) <laughs> get the tissues <laughs> and it's time now for our final edition of this day in history after today you will never know what's what happened this day in history ever again no one will be here to tell you for most of the things we've been talking about though that'll probably be a plus because it has been quite depressing yeah uh, so March 10th another pretty unhappy day in history indeed and it starts off with 515 BC <laughs> the building of the great Jewish temple in Jerusalem is completed okay well that's just like pretty good. I mean, yeah. those slave workers, they did a good job. I mean. <laughs> uh, in 241 BC, the Roman fleet sinks 50 Carthaginian, Carthaginian, Carthaginian ships yeah. in the Battle of Aegusa. In 49 BC, Julius Caesar crosses the Rubicon and invades Italy. In 1656 AD, uh, in the colony of Virginia, suffrage is extended to all free men, regardless of their religion. In 1785, Thomas Jefferson is appointed Minister to France. In 1806, the Dutch in Cape Town, South Africa, surrender to the British. In 1814, Napole- Napoleon Bonaparte is defeated by an Allied army at a Battle of Léon. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell makes the first telephone call to Thomas Watson, saying, Watson, come here, I need you. In 1893, New Mexico State University cancels its first graduation ceremony because the only graduate (laughs) was robbed and killed the night before. The poor guy. Poor, poor guy. In 1902, the Boers of South Africa score their last victory over the British, capturing British General Methuen and 200 men. In 1910, slavery is abolished in China. Woo! Woo! In 1924, the U.S. Supreme Court upholds a New York state law forbidding late-night work for women. In 1927, Prussia lifts its Nazi ban. Adolf Hitler is allowed to speak in public. In uh, 1933, Nevada becomes the first U.S. state to regulate drugs. In 1941, Vichy France threatens to use its navy unless Britain allows food to reach France. In 1943, Adolf Hitler calls Field Marshal Erwin Rommel back from Tunisia in North Africa. In 1944, the Irish refused to oust all Axis envoys and deny the accusation of spying on Allied troops. In 1945, American B-29 bombers attack Tokyo, killing 100,000. In 1947, the Big Four meet in Moscow to discuss the future of Germany. In 1948, author Zelda Fitzgerald, wife of F. Scott, dies in a fire at Highland Hospital. In 1953, North Korean gunners at Wonsan fire on 
fire on the USS Missouri. The ship responded by firing 998 rounds at the enemy position. In 1969, James Earl Ray pleads guilty to the murder of Dr. Martin Luther King and is sentenced to 99 years in jail. In 1971, the Senate approves a constitutional amendment to lower the voting age to 18. In 1982, the United States bans Libyan oil imports because of the continued support of terrorism. And finally, in 1987, the Vatican condemns surrogate parenting as well as test tube and artificial insemination. And that's it. That's the end of history. It is. Nothing ever happened ever again after that. No, no. March March 11th doesn't exist. (laughs) So that's it for this day in history. And that's it for today's show. And that's it for winging it. And that's it for GTI Radio 2017. It is. It is. But as always, we'll have Kevin to sign you off. Kevin's going to sign you off in a minute. But uh, just to sign off this show, thank you, Stephen, for helping out, uh, making a great show uh, here with me every single day. Thank you, Kevin, for doing sound for us pretty much every day. Yeah, every day. Fantastic every job. Day, Fantastic yeah. job he's done. Thanks to Camille for helping out, coming in for the quiz. And thanks to Owen and Leela and Brian and the people down in the journalism class in Room 7 who have given us the news every day and have been writing great articles on the GTI Gazette and Mary who helps them out there. Thank you to Dottie and Brian and Donal for getting the station up and running and everyone else in the group who has done a fantastic job. Including yourself, Lucian. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. So- All right. I think that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, you have been listening to GTI Radio. This concludes our broadcast for the time being, and we've all thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Before we leave you, let me tell you the names of all the presenters and crew. You have been listening to the collective work of Gavin Malarkey, Ross Keneally, Connor Kilban, Paul Daly, Camille Jaddock, Maisie McCall, Stephen McCann, Lucien Ward Daly, Danny Kerrigan, Julia Benito, and myself. On behalf of us all, I'd like to extend our most heartfelt thanks to Brian Gardner, Dottie Knauer and Donald McKay for giving us the opportunity. Uh, But most of all, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to our shows. That's all from us. So until further notice, this is station manager Kevin Duffy saying thanks for listening.
T.I.